0: Hey, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Wellness Journal with me, Claudia Alexandra Lee. Firstly, I'd just like to start by saying thank you so much for all the lovely messages um, and for listening to episode one. As you could probably tell, I was nervous as hell and I still am a little bit nervous today, but the fact that some of you have listened to it means the absolute world to me. Um, And if you took some valuable information or it was just calming or whatever it is, that, that means so much to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So, just as a little disclaimer as you could probably tell on episode 1 i'm not very good at planning these podcasts it's kind of i sit down with a cup of tea i'm northern so always got to have a cup of tea whenever i'm doing <laughs> doing some kind of anything um as you can probably tell it's not too planned like these episodes and these podcasts I want them to be organic and you know when you sit down with a friend you don't have one set topic that you're going to talk about right it just naturally flows and that is really my hope for this that you can feel like we're just sat having a cup of tea having a chat um and yeah so please don't um expect some fancy well thought out podcast because it's just my thoughts sent with love um so yeah that's my little disclaimer of the day So today, episode two, I would like to talk about how we can raise our own energy no matter what situation we're in. So raising your own energy and understanding how to feel a bit better no matter what situation you're in is something that I have learned hard lessons about because for a large part of my life i've been in battle with myself and this is just talking completely honestly and candidly you know i've beaten myself up so much for so many things you know small things why didn't i achieve this or why don't i look the way that i think i should look or you know just all this ridiculous unrealistic expectations that as humans we put on ourselves and I think a big part of this, especially in the day that, you know, the modern times that we live in now, is that everything is so instant, right? Like we can go onto whatever website, order something, it'll be there the next day. We can put a photo on Instagram and suddenly have 50 likes. And when you're building a relationship with yourself, it doesn't work like that. It's not instant. And I think that's something that I'd really like to hone in on here, that we think just because of the way that the modern world works that everything should be easy and simple as it is, you know, like at a click of a button. But when you're doing the work on yourself and when you're, you know, just a human, like we are just human beings, you know, we're one of billions, cultivating like a healthy relationship with yourself, it takes time and years and it's never going to be perfect there's always going to be lessons to to learn, right? And as humans, we're perfectly flawed, you know, we are not perfect, we never will be, but we are human. And I think we build up so much pressure around the perception of what we think we should be, when really, it's okay to be whatever you, whoever you are, whatever you are. And building a good relationship with yourself really does take time and it takes learning and healing and there's a lot of pain in the human experience and I think that's what we're not taught enough that being human and being alive can be really really hard and I think that I think that you know definitely in my generation I was brought up and everybody around me had the same kind of life plan. Everybody was a child, probably had a couple of siblings, wanted to make their parents proud. Then they do some education, school, probably university as well afterwards. Then they find a partner, get married, have kids, raise the kids, grow old, retire, get their pension, and then die. And the the, the cycle goes on and on and on, right? And from being a child, I always looked around at, at that kind of like model. And it felt weird to me that the safety of that, you know, having that thought out life that everyone else has got that actually always really scared me a lot. And this is something in my 20s that I've had to battle with quite a bit is that you know, a lot of my friends and peers are doing that, you know, they're getting married, they're having kids, they're living, you know, wonderful lives. And that's fantastic. But for me, it's never felt like that. It's never felt like that's, you know, the plan that I wanted necessarily. And I think it's okay to not know what you want all the time. Like, it's good to have an idea. But really, as we grow and evolve, our wants need and needs change, right? So, I think that's the first thing in understanding your own energy is that you are never going to be the same as somebody else. And I mentioned that on the last podcast that, you know, we compare so much ourselves to other people, but really we're never going to be on the same timeline as them. So it can be so isolating when you are somebody who looks inward and, you know, can be quite an introverted person, I'm speaking from my own experiences here, because I'm someone who, who talks to themselves a lot, you know, I have a lot of inner dialogue with myself. And when I'm making decisions, I always, you know, think hard about them. And I feel like over the years, I've built a really good relationship with myself. But it's also very hard, because I can't lie, and I can't fake it. So I can't pretend to be anything or other than, you know, what I am and who I am. And I think we have so much peer pressure around us from families and friends and, you know, other people have expectations of us that they think we should live up to. But unfortunately, life doesn't work like that. And I've known so many friends, um, you know, who think that they have to be something to make other people feel comfortable. And that's really heartbreaking, actually. Like, and that's something that I feel incredibly lucky with that actually my whole adult life, I've just lived my own path. You know, I don't feel like I need to answer to anybody. I feel like I know who I am. I'm a good person. I answer to myself and I don't feel that external pressure. You know, well, I don't let it affect me. Of course, you know, I have family members asking me all the time, "When are you going to have kids? What are you doing? You know, when are you going to buy a house?" And it used to really trigger me. I'm not going to lie; like, I'd end up wanting to tell people to f off. And um, but that was because I was triggered because I didn't have the confidence to actually, you know, sit down with that family member and say, "That's not right for me. I'm not doing that." Um, because, you know, I feel inside we're all are rebels, really, right? We all have that. If we really sit down and look at ourselves long and hard and think about it, we know who we are. When you connect to that inner energy and that inner spirit, you know, it's rebellious. Well, mine certainly is. Um, And I totally know the feeling of that when you feel you can't be yourself. And I've had it many, many times, actually, and this is hopefully I'll come back a little bit on topic now, is about you know, raising your energy, no matter what situation you're in. I find social situations very difficult. And people who know me would probably say, No, you don't, you know, Claudia, you love a party. And, you know, you love being around people. And don't get me wrong, I do. But there's been so many times in my life, especially in my early 20s, where I've felt like I'm wearing a complete mask, like I'm being so not myself, because The thought of actually being vulnerable and being honest and being myself around people was so terrifying because, you know, I thought they'd think, oh, God, she's so weird, you know, she's so in her own thoughts. And, you know, I'm a deep thinker. I'm not going to lie. I question everything life, death, love, everything. You know, I really am a deep thinker and I class myself as quite a spiritual person. But, that was so isolating for the first part of my twenties. You know, I'd go to lunch with people or be at dinners with friends and everybody's having, you know, so-called normal conversations about normal things. And I just feel like an absolute alien or and a fish out of water. And that really made me behave in ways that, you know, I'm not proud of. I've definitely, you know, tried to fit in and tried to act like other people and just completely not being myself at times so if you're listening to this and whatever stage of life you're at you feel like that when you're in social situations you're not alone and this is the first part of actually raising your own energy is building the relationship with yourself so strongly that no matter what situation you're in you feel like you can be at peace with yourself And being at peace with yourself comes after walking through a lot of lessons and feeling like you're not living your truth. But when you start to understand that actually building that relationship between you and you is so important, you take that into your relationships and things then change, right? So some relationships and some situations that used to work will no longer work. And I guess that's what I want to say really, just talking from my own experience that when you're being really authentic with yourself, it can be very, very hard because the moment that you start to be honest with yourself and authentic with yourself, you can no longer stand situations that maybe you once could. And I can, you know, say this myself, it's for me, relationships have broken down and you know, I've left jobs because the more I got to know myself, and the more authentic I was being with myself, I couldn't wear that mask anymore. And I couldn't be in, you know, a situation that I once could, because it became too painful. And, and, you know, I'm talking over a long period of, you know, years here, um, and so many lessons learned, but definitely life starts to change when you start to become really authentic and honest with yourself and there's teasing problems with that. It's hard, and it's painful, and, you know, I felt so isolated at times, because, and I've asked myself the question so many times, oh, why can't I just be like everyone else, and, you know, just have a normal job, and, you know, a normal life, but what is normal? And if we were all the same, then life would be really, really boring, right? So I just kind of want to kind of reassure you, really, if you you know, relate to any of those feelings um of feeling isolated and not knowing where you're going or feeling isolated around your peer group or your family or whatever, you are really not alone. Um but it's a really beautiful thing because I think from my experience if you're feeling those feelings, it means that you're in touch with yourself um, and that you're willing to get yourself to get to know yourself on a deeper level and that is so admirable, and yeah, so I just wanted to say, really, keep going, and don't ever give up, don't ever lose that, you know, inner knowing that you have, that gut intuition, because if that's screaming at you that something's not right, then you've got to follow that, you know, you you know yourself the best, you absolutely know yourself the best, and and I like to use this example of, like, you know, you could buy a new outfit and it could be the most beautiful dress that you've ever seen or whatever and you put it on but you still don't feel right, you know, you're still not feeling like amazing and this is because whatever external things we have around us, if you're not feeling that energy and that happiness and that peace within you, it, it, it doesn't matter, you know, you could be having a beautiful, life with big house or an amazing car but if you don't feel great inside then it's not worth it in my opinion you know I know a lot of people would probably disagree with that but for me like I'm that authentic with myself now and it's actually scary to the point where you know I'd turn down some material thing if it doesn't you know feel right or I'd say no to a beautiful party that I don't want to go to because if I'm not feeling good in myself and like you know I know that when I'm there, I'm going to be feeling out of place or like I can't be honest with myself or I'm feeling uncomfortable, then it's just not worth it. And I think we all need to get a little bit better at saying no to things. And I'm the worst at this. And I've definitely been guilty in the past of saying yes and agreeing to plans. And in my mind, I'm like, I know I'm going to cancel that. I know I won't go. But the fear of or, you know, to disappoint somebody by telling them no has felt worse than cancelling, right? But actually cancelling, just as a little side note, cancelling plans is worse than just saying no in the first instance. And don't get me wrong, in the past, I have been flaky as hell. I have been the kind of person that because I wasn't feeling great, I would cancel last minute and you know, let people down. And I'm sure people got pissed off with me. And I am sorry for that. But also, when you're working on yourself, and you're moving through things, it is fine to say no, and you kind of have to put yourself first. And so yeah, this journey of being kind of authentic with yourself, it's not always easy. And you're going to run into moments where you feel like a bad friend, and you feel like you're letting people down. But you know, what's worse is letting yourself down and doing things that aren't, don't feel right to you and that aren't in line with who you know you are inside that you know letting somebody down is it's not great but it sometimes is necessary so if you're listening to this thinking oh my god that's me I say yes to all these things but inside I know that I'm going to cancel don't worry I've got you I've been there a million times so I totally understand I've realized as well I've gone so off topic and I was going to call this episode how to raise your own energy but I think I'm actually going to change it to how to be authentically you because it seems that's what we're talking about more so again I'm sorry you're probably thinking wow this woman is all over the place but um you know it's like any creative outlet you never know how it's going to come out right and if I'm you know telling everybody that I'm authentic then I can't make things too polished um so yeah, another thing that I've really struggled with in my 20s is my career. And I think this goes back to the expectations that, you know, our parents may have of us when we're kids or what we think life should look like. Um, I went to an all girls school, a private school, which I'm incredibly fortunate and lucky to have gone to. I mean, I didn't choose to send myself there. Kids don't have those choices, right? But look, you know, my parents sent me there and i was so lucky to have that experience it was a lovely school and my dad was a footballer and i'm just kind of going into my own story here so it kind of makes sense with what i'm saying um my dad was a footballer and he was before the kind of big money so he did all right like you know didn't have loads of money but it was a real struggle for him and my mum to send me to this school um so you know they definitely didn't have loads of money everything was tight and the school fees were you know a big portion of you know the family allocation of money or whatever um and I definitely felt that pressure being at school that I had to get good grades and you know I remember so many times that I'd failed and maybe not done so well and I was would be in so much trouble you know, because I hadn't got the exam results. And, you know, but this is another thing with kids, right? Like, they're going to be good at what they're good at. I was absolutely horrendous at things like maths and music. I remember, you know, just the feeling of dread when the teacher gave me like the report for maths exams, and it'd be like 33%, like, which is just nowhere near a pass. And I think a record for me was like 12% out of 100 in um, music. So I had to retake it five times. Um, But yeah, like kids aren't going to be good at everything. And I feel like, you know, my parents, they put that pressure on me to do well at school. I totally get it. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, I understand. And But it definitely starts at that young age, kind of making children think that they have to be something or achieve something. And as I went through my school years, I started to get more competitive with myself. And I knew that I wanted to make more effort. And by the time my GCSEs came around, I was on it, you know, I knew what that I wanted to do well in my grades. So I worked really, really hard. And my worst grades that I got was a C, which was in maths, I tried my best, but I still got a C, which is fine. It's a pass is what it is. But what I'm the, the point that I'm trying to make here is that I thought then, you know, I had that kind of ambition that I wanted to do well in my grades at school. And that then kind of transferred to life, right? Like, I thought that I should have a professional job. I had misdirected ambition. And I thought that I should be something I thought that I should have x title in a certain role and be earning x amount by the time I was whatever and I can honestly say my 20s I've done loads of work and I love my career I love my work I, I've got a really strong work ethic and I love I love working when it is something that I'm passionate about I have done some jobs where I just couldn't care less I always did. I would always show up and do what I had to do, but because I'm a conscientious person, but it crushed my soul. I've done some corporate jobs that literally nearly killed me from like stress because again, it's like a fish out of water. I was trying to be something that I'm just not. And I've had this conversation with myself and you know, with my mum a lot recently that I've pushed so hard in certain directions in my 20s, because I thought that I should be something that I thought, you know, was the right thing to do. Um, and just like, you know, some people feel pressure to get married and have kids, I felt in my career, I should be doing this and that. And it hasn't, you know, worked for me, you know, I'm, you know, still, haven't got that figured out. You know, the only thing that I can say is my one true love is working with people. And I think that's why I found so much healing through my personal training. And because I'm connecting with other humans and passing on knowledge and you know, it's the same thing with this podcast. And I write as well. And all those things bring me healing, they bring me pure joy. So I've made the decision that this next decade, I'm not going to waste time on, you know, pushing in a direction that is ultimately not going to serve me. And I'm now okay to accept that maybe I won't be on, you know, a hundred grand a year by the time I'm this old uh, with that title or in a corporate company. That's probably and most likely not going to happen for me. And that is absolutely fine. I am now at peace with that. Um, So yeah, I just kind of want to say that, you know, that being authentic with yourself, it really does go across all pillars of your life, career, love, relationships, everything. And, and it's, it's, it's hard, man, you know, the human journey, as I said earlier, is not always easy. But if you're listening to this, and thinking, yeah, actually, I'm, there's a few ways that I think I could be a bit more honest with myself, and a bit more authentic with myself, then great. That's the reason why I'm sharing my experiences. You know, it's sad really that, you know, we've, I know for myself, I've wasted a lot of time, you know, putting energy into things that in my heart I knew were never really going to fulfill me. But that again is part of being human and part of this life's journey that, you know, we make mistakes, we do things that, you know, maybe aren't aligned with who we are inside. And it's absolutely okay. You know, I wouldn't regret a thing about my, you know, the past 10 years, even down to the fact that, you know, when I was doing some shit jobs, and I worked in one office literally for a couple of months, and it was an estate agent's. And I'd gone from a really, really like prestigious estate agent selling amazing properties in London, to this little, really small agency, and um, closer to home. And I felt like I was just working in a call centre. I hated it. I felt, sick every day going in there it was the absolute worst and but now when I look back actually I think oh my god I was so lucky that that happened because it forced me to really take a look at what I wanted and that was you know probably coming up about three three four years ago maybe now and that was the time when I started thinking and realizing that actually we are the creators of our own life and that nobody is going to do us do it for us I was stuck in that shitty little office doing a job that I absolutely hated and nobody was going to get me out of that nobody could rescue me you know and as much as I moaned about it to my mum and to my partner and they were probably sick to death of me um they couldn't change it for me and actually that's when i started just writing things down and choosing to to imagine something better and i bought you know one of those whiteboard things on like legs i bought one of those whiteboards and i just started writing really small you know statements and ideas for myself and i'm telling you what that whiteboard felt magic to me because Every time I started, you know, it was making me face myself and write what I wanted down. And lo and behold, COVID hit, which was obviously awful. So I only ended up, I got put on furlough from the office. Um, and then very luckily, you know, COVID allowed, that first lockdown allowed me the opportunity to think, right, you know, what am I doing with my life? And I realised I had my personal training certificate. Um And why didn't I just start working with clients again? And then I ended up getting another job and everything worked out. Um, And what I'm trying to say to you is that, you know, there are going to be moments where you're sat and you think to yourself, what the fuck am I doing here? You know, this is not who I am. But if you don't have those moments, you don't get the clarity and you don't know what you really want. And it's in those moments, those are the moments that where you build that authenticity with yourself and you take a look and you think, right, you know, I'm not going to spend another day allowing myself to feel this way. The power is in my hands. So I think I'm going to bring today's to- today's podcast to a close. Um, I'm sorry if it's been a bit rambly, um, but just to kind of summarize the message that I wanted to get across. So I started with, this was going to be how to raise your own energy, but it's more turned into how to be authentic with yourself. Um, so to summarize, um, the power is in your hands. We have a million opportunities every day to connect with ourselves on a deeper level for me the way I like to do that and now is completely different so my 20s have been an up and down and you know I've connected with myself authentically from being in situations that haven't been good for me or where I've been miserable and it's made me change but as you get older you get this beautiful thing called hindsight and now I connect with myself and by constantly checking in with myself. So just ask yourself, how are you feeling today? You know, what feels good? What doesn't? And just start to, you know, understand what makes you feel at peace. Um, I do this through meditation. I write things down. I get out into nature. All the, you know, I mean, everybody, they're, they're simple things. Everybody would tell you that, right? But I think the first step is being brave with yourself and just being honest with yourself. If something's not working, why is it not working? Am I repeating the same lessons? Have I been here before? And just having that moment, all those many moments with yourself starts to build that authenticity between you and you. So hang in there, keep going. I hope again, this has given you a little bit of food for thought. Um, and please do reach out to me on Instagram, my handle is at Claudia Alexandra Lee, Um, I don't post much on my Instagram, but if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to hear me talk about for the next episodes, then do ping me a message, Um, I'm sending you big love, remember you are wonderful, everything is solvable, take it one day at a time, and you've got this, I can't wait to Uh, for you to join me in episode three. Um, But for now, big love, stay healthy, stay well, and I will speak to you soon.